6 to 7 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. From us on SAFM. My name is Tabiso Musia. I am still here uh, doing the show. I did say that I'm not going anywhere. I will be here now for, for as long as I am needed right here on SAFM. But it is a Friday. We like to take it easy on a Friday where we catch up with our stars of years gone by. Uh, just find out what they are up to now, how they look back at their careers. That's why we call it a Flashback Friday. And as you heard from that song, I think it gave you an indication of who and what we will be talking about tonight. And we are coming to you live from our SABC studios in Pulukwane. And um, our guest here is a true legend of South African football. And we thought we should also, uh, while we are here, honor the legends of this area, honor the legends of uh, this province here. Uh, it wouldn't have made sense for us to be in Pulukwane and then speak to legends from outside Pulukwane. So it was important for us to make sure that we bring them out we find out where they are and what they are up to and one of them has been kind enough to come and join us here in studio tonight on SAFM so if you remember this legend get ready to send us your voice notes or get ready to call us uh, anyway any means you want to communicate you can even tweet us you can even uh, send a message on Facebook we'll follow the messages on that Facebook post but our guest tonight is a true legend a sundowns legend tend coach a man who's won trophies who's won the league and I guess it's fitting considering what Sundowns has just done, winning a fifth straight league title, that we also interview somebody who has played for this club and he can tell us about how it was playing for this club. So without wasting any further time, it is my honor to welcome on SAFM, Alex Bapella. They used to call him Pants. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good evening, Tavison. Good evening to the listeners of SAFM. SAFM is where we are. Thank you very much for being able uh, to join us here on SAFM and for being able to speak to us. Um, it's a pleasure and it's an honor for us to come here and to speak to you, Bans Papela. It's such a great honor, my brother, to be here. And I do understand you had to drive. I mean, you are from around here, but a bit. Where, where are you from, Zebediela? I'm from Zebediela. Zebediela. Zebediela is where I'm from. It's about uh, 40, 50 kilometers from here. Mm. Yeah, that's where I come from. So you've gone back to your roots. How is life in Zebediela for life you? Life in, in Zebediela is nice. Mm. We, from time to time, we play the over 50 masters. <laughs> masters? <laughs> hey, that's good. That's good. At least you're keeping fit. I'm keeping fit, my brother. Yeah. So, and my team is doing very well for, for, for information. We mm. are number, we are number one on the lock. Ah. And guess who's the top goal scorer of the league? Who? Obvious. You are scoring <laughs> in the Masters. Ah, that's the Bans Papela that we know. Actually, the other day we spoke to Joseph Ngake. And I was also surprised that he is still playing Masters football seriously in and, Soweto. It's a league. And Joseph is still quick, eh? He's still quick. The way he was, he's still outrunning He's still the same. Yeah. It is unbelievable. So how uh, often do you play? We, we're playing once a month. We are eight teams from, mm. from the province, from mm. Limpopo. Mm. So once a month we do play a league game, but we play every weekend just to pre uh, practice matches and friendly games just to prepare for the league games. So do you train also during the week? Ah, or you just please. show you just show up. Ne? You're not training; it's very hard. I'm Those sure. who are getting paid to get to train, <laughs> it's a it's a problem for them. So talking about Zebediela, then Alex Papela, who maybe are some of the other legends or some of the other former players that come from here that people might know. Uh, you know, Besides Zidiela, you. I think I'm I'm the first one who played professional football. Ah, ah. And then after me, Trompo Gigana came, yes, Pule and Lulani came, Lanchini Palani came, and then they just followed me. 
So I can say I'm the bright spark of Zebedela. Of, of so I gave this boys confidence. Hey, and when, that. when you talk about Pulengkolane now, when you talk about Palani, you're talking about skillful players, eh? Hey, they like they like to play the ball on their feet. Those two, Zibidiela, just like we are, you, we are all skillful in Zibidiela. Just like you, yeah. There's no one who's except for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he Trump used to dribble, but Is then it? I don't know what went into his head or what team was he playing for, and then he started kicking people. I tell him, why are you kicking people? But then I had I only had today that he got three red cards in his in playing his career. career, but he's not bad. Mm. Consider that he's a hard man in the middle. Mm. That position where he's playing, mm. you can't be assisted to play in that yes, position. Yes, you need a hard man. There you need a hard man there. In, eh? So at least some of us we could we were attacking, so mm. we could allow the trompos and other Linda Butelez to kick people at the back mm. whilst attacking. And are you still following professional football? Do you still follow what's going Very on? Very much so. Okay, what can you do? Football mm. is it's more like a drug. Once it gets into the system, you can't get it, take it out. Mm. With drugs, you can go to rehab. Football mm. is you can't. Isn't it? You can't. It's in the blood. It's in the blood, more. It's yeah. in the DNA. And how would you describe the the state of football in this region that we are in now in Limpopo? Is it is it in a healthy position? Can it be better? You know, Limpopo improved a lot. Mm. Improved a lot. When we were still playing, it would be one team called Real Rovers. By default, they'll be in the PSL. Mm. So the chances of, the, the opportunities of playing the PSL were very scarce. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, everyone can play in the PSL. The standard of football is very high. Mm. It's very high. People are competing. And even the, 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 the movement of players around here. Mm. And we've got Marumo Gallant, we've got Polgan City, we've got Black Lopards. So there are a lot of opportunities. So football, I can say the standard is very high now compared to our times. Do you still go and watch these teams? Do you watch them here in the province when they play? Of every weekend. Do you get invited? Do they, do they at least give you a ticket? No. You I, can't be buying your own ticket. Bans. No, I buy a ticket. No. I watch. I, in fact, I make sure that they don't even see me because there's no need. Oh, I just go it? there because of passion and the yeah. love of football. I go watch. I get out and then I go. And you sit in the stands? I sit in the stands. You don't want to be there? I up, see. Up there. No, I don't want VIP. You've never been that guy, eh? No. You like to go quietly about your business. I do my things quietly. Mm. VIP is too much wara wara. Mm. So I don't want that. I just go to quietly to my corner, watch the game, see which players are good. If I can recommend them somewhere, I recommend them there. Mm. That's what I do. Sure. But is it safe to say your team is Sundowns? That you support? Or is that a wrong assumption? Sundowns made me what I am. I can't say I'm a supporter, but made me what I am, so I've got soft spot for it. I see. And once you start playing professional football, it be- becomes difficult to support mm. because you know the other side of the supporters that mm-hmm. the supporters don't know. So I can't say I'm supporting Sundowns, but Sundowns is the team that is doing well now. Mm. So I like them. I like the team that plays good football. Mm. Yeah. And what do you make of the dominance of Sundowns at the moment? I mean, it's five titles in a row now. It's five titles in a row. It's it's not bad for our, it's not good for our football, I should say here. Mm. I think some other teams they need to catch up. Mm. They need to catch up on Sundowns. I was just a bit disappointed that they 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 are out of the Champions League. Mm, mm. They are a team that's supposed to be competing fiercely in the Champions League, mm. especially because it showed in the past seven eight eight weeks that they wrapped the league. So all the all the energies were supposed to be channeled into the Champions League. But then it happened, it's football. But mm. then dominance of Sundowns, I don't really like it mm. for South African football. Why is that? Because now when you talk South African football, you're only talking Sundowns. Mm. When, you, uh, when you, you name the national 
team national team you can only mention so many players from Sundowns. You can't take eleven or twelve players from Sundowns. And honestly speaking, Sundowns deserves to represent the country now the way mm. they are doing because they draft everybody. And where is everybody getting left behind, Bans? Why is Sundown so far ahead? It's in the preparations. Uh. Since Pizzo started at Sundowns, even though he left, but the foundation that he laid there is still there. Mm. And whoever came in, they followed what Pizzo started. Mm. And even today, is still there. With other teams, they, they cut corners. They mm. want what Sundowns did in 10 years, in mm. a year. It's not really possible. It can't be an overnight thing. You need to get down to sweat and sweat blood if you can to get mm. it right. And I, I'm not I'm not praising Sundowns, mm. but at Sundowns the level of professionalism is very high compared mm. to other teams. Sundowns, when it comes to analysis, it's people at Sundowns don't sleep. Eh? Sundowns, I've, he- I've heard that. I've sundowns, heard that. you don't sleep. In the morning, you'll be drinking energy drinks because <laughs> you can't open your your eyes. It's ah. Work ethics at Sundowns, it's high. Oh. Maybe they take it from this president because that man can call you at 12 o'clock midnight huh. to a meeting. And then we'll be sitting there complaining. And then we'll say, you know what, Bans, you're complaining about this. You don't even have money. I've got money and I'm here. So why do you want to sleep? You sleep for what? Huh. That's the president? That's the president. When he's calling you. 12 o'clock midnight, Santin, somewhere in the restaurant, huh. he'll tell the restaurant not to close huh. because we'll be having a meeting there. He'll call you at 11 o'clock and say, in one hour's time, I want to hear. Mm. And you have to be there. Mm. So I think it dropped off to everybody. Coaching staff, management, the players, and everybody at Sundowns is working extra hard. Mm. So that's why they are where they are now. And some people yeah. are saying Sundowns is buying everybody. Mm. If you look at Sundowns, there are some players I can mention that there were not big names before coming to Sundowns. Mm. If I'm, if you talk about Neo Maema, yes, nobody knew about Celtic. him. Lyle Lakey, who knew about him? Yeah. Nobody knew about him. Grant Gagan was not a big star at Supersport. Mudiba was not a big star at Sundowns. At, 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 even Mvala was not respected Mvala at Mvala was not, Even the Shalulile were even Shalulile, about now. Actually, yeah, 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 so it's something right about San, what Sundowns doing. Rather than people saying they are buying... Uh, who did they buy lately? Mm. A big, big player. Mm. If you compare them with the other two Soweto Giants, mm. the two Soweto Giants are buying big players. But buying them, they arrive there because of the culture. They just go off the rails. Yeah, those are strong statements, but I think a lot of people will agree with you uh, tonight, Bans Papela, about sundowns and the meticulous planning that they do and the work that they do and the fact that they have all the success and that's why so many teams have been left behind by sundowns. For those who are just joining us, we are speaking to Alex Papela. He's going to be our guest until 8 o'clock tonight on SAFM Spot On. You are welcome to send us your voice notes on 061-4104-107, 061-4104-107. The number to call is 0 Eight nine one one zero four two zero seven zero eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. I had the Sundowns coach before we go to your career bands. Rolani saying that it's going to be important for these teams to try and catch up. Now he says they can't be left behind because Sundowns will need strong challengers in the team. I mean, in, in in the league, is it is it time for these teams like Chiefs and Paris to wake up now? Because we know that there were big teams back in the day, but they're left behind now. In fact, people are saying Sundowns is killing South African football. Mm. 
Mm. I think chiefs and pirates are killing South African football. Mm. Because in this country, if chiefs and pirates are performing well, everything just becomes, all of a sudden, everything becomes whiter, mm. brighter than it is. I mean, if Kaiser Chiefs wins, everywhere, all the taxes, even the trade would see uh, Kaiser Chiefs flakes. Mm. But once they lose, it's like somebody died. So the country is not nice when Chiefs lose, when Pirates lose. Yeah. So now it's only Sundowns winning. And when it comes to supporters, Sundowns doesn't have as many supporters as mm. Chiefs and Pirates. So if they are winning, so the country is not vibey. So mm. Chiefs and Pirates must catch up, compete with Sundowns, beat Sundowns so that life can be nice again in the country. So the way they are doing, I agree with him partly mm. because really, who's challenging Sundowns now? No one. And people always say when you've got a Chiefs and a Pirates doing well, you'll also have a Bafana Bafana doing well. Do you agree with that? It's, that's true. Because mm. Chiefs and Pirates, so many people are watching them. And if you are playing for, Chief, for Chiefs and Pirates, and as a player, you are not in the national team, you should mm. blame yourself. Because mm. every week in, week out, you are in the public eye. And if you are doing well, you can play one very good game at Chiefs in the national team. You mm. can play seven good games at uh, say Captain City. Nobody notices or Mamazulu or Golden Arrows. Nobody notices. But once you at Kaiser Chiefs, you play one good game, everybody's talking about you. All the newspapers, headlines, they are mentioning your name and come next week you are in the national team. So I think the players at Chiefs and Pirates, they are letting themselves down, they are letting the team down, they are letting the country down. Okay, those are the views of Alex Papela. Let's hear from you if you are ready to send us your voice notes on 061-4104-107. 061-4104-107. Are there any voice notes we can play there, Velile Mnyandu and uh, Patrick? You, 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 Tavis. is a real, a real lesson that uh, Alex Mukokwana, Pans Papela, Jesse number eight. One of the players that makes me to support uh, Mameloti Sanders. Wow, those days. That cream of Rosa Fetumba, Isaac Sai, Michael Sade, Kenny Nimaki, Lavas Moshala, Michael Manzin, Tembo Abengun, Daniel Mambusmuta, Rafael Tsuku. Wow, wow. And uh, also, I was happy to see at some point it was a uh, ascent course at Sundowns. I don't know what's happened. Can tell me, because person team from Wapak. Good evening, Tabiso, and to the legend uh, Brabans. I used to watch him when the PSL was still a competitive league, and I'd like to ask him. If he was to coach a team in this league, the PSL now, how would he feel knowing that that team would have little to no chance of winning anything? Because one team has monopolized everything through one man's checkbook. Uh, this is Martin Mafiking. Uh, good evening, Tabiso and the legend, Alex Pans Bapela. He's the real legend, you know. Uh, I'm happy that tonight you are having him as your legend. Yeah. Yeah, during Alex Bapela's time, you know, players were 
playing very hard, you know. The way they run is like they are running away from uh, uh, Renamo or rebels, you know, running away from Mozambican's war, you know. Yeah, but today's kids, you know, when they are playing, you know, they are sissies, you know. You know, it's like they are eggs, they could break when they fall, you know. Yeah, I, I'm happy that you're having him. I like him to encourage the kids of today to play the football like them, you know. Tell them that they are not eggs, they will not break if they fall. This is Marvel Slawol in Pushpakri. Thank you. Hi, good evening, uh, Tabiso. Uh, you have what a legend, a great legend there. Uh, the guy that I respect so much, uh, once uh, bumped into him with uh, Isaac Shai at my clinic, uh, at uh, one of the former coach, Johnny Ferreira. Uh, he had a stint at Sundowns, and I bumped into this guy. What a humble guy. And uh, I just want to ask him, uh, what is he doing at the moment? And um, how many, I mean, we, we, are, we are waiting at Sundowns. What is his take? Because after him, uh, uh, he was called Hoshia Papedigo Sundowns, and then it was uh, Trompo. And then after Trompo, uh, should Kutumela uh, be our next king of Papedi uh, at Sundowns? And I just want to say to Sundowns, uh, congratulations, you know, for winning the league. And uh, tomorrow, I hope we beat Royal AM so that we, we rep with the, I mean, we rep the Net Bank as well at the final. And I just want to say, uh, Sundowns, all the best, go all the way. And uh, something that did disturb me, uh, Coach Manja Nigas, Chiefs, uh, has the highest paid player in this country, 1.4 million per month per player. Take that money, get few players, divide that money into three or into four, then you can compete with Sundowns. You know, Baroka, I mean, what happened when Baroka beat Sundowns and a draw with, I mean, with Pirates? I mean, where, where is Pirates, where is Baroka shopping? Are they shopping at Boxer while you are shopping at ShopRite? You know, we shop at Woolworths because we are winning the league and we divide the money to our players so that they can go go and shop at Woolworths. Okay, I see those comments of Mandlang Nikas. You have a lot of people talking there. Uh, keep those voice notes coming in 0614104107 if you have any questions for Bans Papela. Uh, Bans, I think the first point I want to go to somebody mentioned it in the voice note that you were assistant at Sundowns uh, when Pizzo was there. And, and you talk about the foundation laid by Pizzo. Maybe tell us about that foundation that you guys started there with Pizzo because he found you there. When Pizzo came there in 2012-2013, he found me there. Mm. I was assistant to Joan Neskens. Mm. It was me, Jan Derks, and Jesse Quinn Lahodi. Mm. So when Pizzo came, Pizzo preferred working with me than the other two assistant coaches. And then I stayed there. I was the head, He was the head coach. I was, was his only assistant. Mm. And then with Pizzo, I learned a lot from him. I wish I was departing that to to other people but we'll come to that mm. later and then the foundation is that with pizzo firstly what he cultivated or what we cultivated with him was the work ethics mm -hmm. with pizzo you you don't sleep you work 24 hours and the players know you give the players assignment uh. go watch this game and this game and pizzo can go can say go watch botafogo oh. and corinthians in, in in Brazil and come and tell me tomorrow how did you see the game how do they play tactically compared to us and then 
in that way you teach the players responsibility mm. players are like kids so they'll have to go watch that game instead of them going wherever at night where they like going they'll be forced to watch that game because tomorrow the questions will be coming so, so that, it's homework that was the homework so that's the first thing that pizzo incalculated into the players that you have to watch football because if you don't watch your game how are you going to improve mm. watching your game with, in pizzo's time was compulsory mm. after playing the game he'll give you tapes mm. of your game for the whole game and your tapes only so you have to watch them so pizzo cultivated that and i think even today is still there so the players know that after training i go home i'm going to watch my game and i need to improve and there's no way you can improve because you watch yourself now you are independent from anybody and you are criticizing yourself you're self-critic mm. because as players when you play you don't watch yourself you don't know what you're doing but watching from a distance in a calm environment at home you see the mistakes you're doing so you'll be waking and then he'll be coming tomorrow with everyone's notes <laughs> and then now we sit down it was like so you make your own notes and then you come back you come and back. present present ah. everyone presents and then he'll also have notes mm. i'll also be having notes mm. especially about the wrong things that you do in the game mm. and then rectify those ones and then you know that you'll be a better player every player that we made sure that every player that came to sundowns leave left Klorkop a better player than when he came in and how did the players receive this because someone will say, ah, but our players are lazy. They just want to play. Did they buy into it immediately or was it hard? It was a struggle. Eh? Mm. Some players had to leave Sundowns because of that. Some players even today, they mm. still hate Pizzo. Because it's, they say Pizzo is making them slaves. They think they are slaves. It, but it's your job and you're getting paid for it. Mm. So those who remain behind, they improved. I can say they are the players who made Sundowns what it is today because when the new players came in, you tell you teach them the culture of Sundowns. Because mm. at Sundowns we do this and this. And if you see the senior players do, doing, when you are not, you just keep new in the team, there's no way you can't do it. Yeah. So, so, so from working with, with Pizzo at the time, Barnes, then could you see that he was destined for great things? Did you see him achieving the success that he's achieved? Uh, you know, it was written all over. You could see that even though Baramudima there's no way. Mm. I mean, God helps those who help themselves. Mm. Pizza will be coming in the morning with notes. His eyes red. Mm. Seeing that this guy didn't sleep. Rectifying the players' mistakes, especially after a win. Because most coaches only uh, they're only concerned after a lose. With mm. Pizza, after a win, he'll be coming the following day, he'll be fuming. Mm. because of the mistakes that the players did because as mm. coaches most of the time we, after a win we go celebrate at mm. sundowns under pizza you don't celebrate mm. celebrate what because you only celebrate winning the trophy you can't be celebrating winning one game a season because mm. you can win one game and get relegated you only celebrate end of the season when you've got a trophy and it doesn't it doesn't have to take forever to celebrate you celebrate and then you've got a program to go train at home and then he'll make sure that you send video tapes of you training mm. at home yeah. so so there's no time to waste it so how was it when you won the league it was nice eh? mm. it was very nice because all the hard work paid off now all the hard work paid off 
and you know because it paid off i remember we were in Devon mm. after winning the league and then we we did an open bar thing pizza <laughs> set all the players get in here drink whatever you want to drink oh. and then i will pay only to see wanted to see the kind of players we're dealing with oh. and then we'll be sitting there by the corner having maybe some meals and whatever seeing their reaction how they react when you are not watching because once they have one or two they forget that there are people who are watching mm. then they start being themselves and then come the end of the season we'll be knowing the characters of the players and then we'll call the players one by one in the office what did you do on the over the holidays how was it what was doing and then we've got the file of everybody mm. and then we know what this one is drinking too much this one no it doesn't drink but we know the characters of the players those who are who are team players and mm. those who are not team players and then we know that we're dealing with team players those who are not team players we we teach them to be team players because it's not it's not golf it's not tennis this thing it's a team yeah part. for those who are just joining us we're speaking to alex Barnes papela we're gonna go into his career shortly i believe there are so many voice notes that i'm gonna go to uh, at the moment but before we do that Barnes, then a lot of people want to know then they say you just disappeared at sundowns did you just disappear why did you leave <laughs> you know tell me so i'm i'm one kind of a person who always want to add value wherever i am mm. I've been at Sundowns since 97. And when I left Sundowns... As a player. As a player until 2003. And then I left Sundowns when everybody wanted to... Were, were given... Uh, I mean, Wutlupi Maolero, may mm. soul rest in peace, Isaac Shai. They said, Patrice said, go into development. I said, I'm not going there. I mm. still want to play some few years. And I want to grow. And I told them that I'll come back when I'm bigger. Mm. I left, went to Dynamos. I played there. I started coaching there. And I went back to Sundowns in, in 2009. When I went there, I was the analyst. Mm. I was analyzing the oppositions before uh. the, t- the team played Sundowns. And then from being the analyst, I was a scout. That's where I found Tim Bazwani and them. Mm. And then from there... Edvardos. Was he Edvardos at he the time? He was Edvardos. <laughs> And I found him at, he was playing for Vardos and Tembisa High as well. Uh. That's where I scouted him because oh. I was following him. And then he was playing for a team called Mabee in Phyllis. Oh, yes, I know that team. BEE, they play Phyllis games a lot. Phyllis games, yeah. yeah. I followed him there as well. I realized that this is a gem. And then I called the president straight. Most of, most of the time, you don't have to call the president. Mm. But I said, with this one, I'm calling the president straight. I called him. I said, there is a gem here. Yeah? Mm. He said, I'm sure about it. Okay, and then we signed Timber. Mm. The rest is history. And then after that, I became the assistant coach to Joan Nieskens. Mm-hmm. Because there was Stoichkov before, that's where I was mm. the analyst. And, oh. then, and then I told the guys again, so you know what? You are still un- coaching under 13, under 15. I told you I'm leaving the comfort zone. And I'll come back when I'm bigger. Because most of us, we just like comfort zone. Where there's comfort, nobody wants to move because mm. it's warm there. Foot mm, mm, So mm. I told them that I'm going into the bush. I'll come back. Mm. And then after that, I realized that I better being at Sundowns for a long time. Mm. It, I still add value. No, let me challenge myself some more. And then I left Sundowns again. And then I went into the bush to mm. grow. And then now I'm coaching 
a a a very un, unknown team called Diklo. Mm-hmm. It's in, in the, the ABC No, it's in in Mabulol. Oh, okay. ABC Mutsipelik in Limpopo. Mm. You still hear a lot about him about them, especially next week. So I've, you are the main coach. I'm the main coach. Mm. I always challenge myself with this kind of things. And when I started there, the mentality, the team they had a wrong mentality. But mm. when we finished, the men, I could see the mentality changing. When we start, a lot of things will be heard about them. So what's, that's what what's I'm the thinking. makeup of the team? Are you focusing on youngsters? Do you have a nice balance? And what do you play the Alex Bapela kind of football? <laughs> of course, that's the only football I know. That you know. <laughs> that's the football uh, I know. You know, as ABC, you are supposed to play three and five under twenty-three players. Mm. But at Jitlo, we used to play nine or ten under twenty-three players. And some teams were not even aware that we were playing those so many under twenty-three players. That's because I know you can't start from the top, but you mm. start from the bottom. So the foundation is there. I laid the foundation. Next season, because the mentality is there now, is just to start from there, going upwards. There's no turning back anymore. Wonderful. Our guest on the line is Banz Papela. So many of you. Somebody says, is, is there a reason why players from Zebediela preferred number eight jersey? Just like I told you, I was wearing number eight. <laughs> yeah. And I took it from Bennett Masinga, yeah. innocently so. But then when Trompo came to Sundowns, <laughs> number eight, Lanchen Palan, yeah, number eight. eight. So everybody's taking okay. after me wearing number eight. No, so that's it's a, a lucky one. number. That's a good one. Let's go to the voice notes, Mr. Mnyandu. Good evening, Tabiso, and good evening, Mokukwana uh, Panspapela. It's good to hear from you, man. It's been a long while. But I just want to say, we as Sundown supporters, we really appreciate the hard work that we are doing, guys. Thank you. Keep on. Makanda and Cryfontaine. Uh, evening, Taviso. What a legend you are having there, Mr. Vapela. Uh, can you please ask him for me? I, 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 I remember I once met him in, uh, I think it's Jimiston College. Uh, that man was wearing some, some, you know, some, some shorts there. I saw how physically fit he was. I started being scared of him. Ask him for me if he did manage to complete uh, what he was doing at Jamestown College and what studies was he doing there. And then lastly, uh, one last question that I'm having is, is Mahuilering Rail Rover still alive? What can be done to revive the team if it's still there? It's a part of year in Bulohir. Thanks. Good evening to the team. Good evening, Tate Tabiso. Good evening to Tate Alex. It's Bram Warren Bloomfontaine. We love this interview you're having with the ex-legend. I wish you can have another extend version with him, whereby even if it can be off air, but then you're going to probably share it on the social and those. And then those of us who are keen, especially addicted to Mamelodi Sundowns, can take keen interest from it. I wish the management of Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates are listening to the show to take keen advice from what he's saying. You understand? It hurts me that Sundowns is performing, but Kaiser Chiefs is outperforming. It's Bram Oro listening to the show. Hi, good evening, Tabiso. Kate Tokoloho Matlala from Pretoria here. Um, you're sitting with a legend there, uh, Coach Alex Bans Papela, one of the greatest. 
and I've got my notebook open. I'm taking notes. Um, I mean, he's speaking the truth uh, this evening. And I hope those two teams um, <laughs> to the south of Pretoria, <laughs> those uh, used to be big teams, Chiefs and Pirates, are listening. You can't be blaming Sundowns for their dominance. Uh, it's up to them to up their game um, to get to where Sundowns is. And um, yeah, but there you're sitting with a legend. I can go on and on and on. Bans Babela. Tabiso, Nicholas in Cape Town. Uh, you have a legend, Lapo. Uh, I just want to ask him uh, how does he feel about the Rothman's Cup twice? Uh, because uh, we know, we know as supporters that if a Sundowns was uh, purposely robbed, uh, because the woman, uh, the woman was in charge of that team uh, during that time, and uh, Natasha was just was just being bullied by these uh, you know by these Soweto giants, uh, actually bosses. They pocketed the games, uh, especially those two games at the Rothman's Cup finals. So how did they feel as players? How how really did they take it? Evening, Butabezo, and to the legend, Barnes. Ah, legend, legend, legend. I have a, I have a cousin where is 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 was born in 1992. We used to play football. We called him Barnes Babel. Even now, we still call him Barnes. We have a legend put tablets out there. Thank you for the great, great games, great rivals against Kaiser Chiefs, Uko Pop Save Super Bowl, Rothman's Cup. Those are, are, are the days. Those are the days. I'm a Kaiser Chief fan, but you have there one of the greatest major fedweather we ever had in SA. Thank you. Okay, thanks for those voice notes. Keep them coming. 061 There are so many questions here, Bans Papela, and I've noted them. I'm going to come back to them. Hopefully, I don't forget. But I also want to, how do you feel when people talk about, like this about you? How does it make you feel that people appreciate what you did on the field of play? It's so humbling. Eh? Mm. It shows that people, you know, sometimes when you do things, you, don't, you, don't, you are not sure that, you don't know that people are, are watching. Mm. And it looks like they're watching. I heard somebody talking about how humble i am mm. but i'm just being me and that's what i prefer to do and it's it's a, such a humbling experience really let's take it back then to that humbling experience because some of us know you from real rovers real rovers i remember uh, that team i remember the likes of rdp ne? Timothy Nkosi was there, yeah. RDP, and the goalkeeper american Mpange. exactly that was the team ne? that was the team. is that where it started for you yeah, that's where it started because mm. I started playing for that team. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one kind of a loyal kind of a person mm. because I started with that team when they were still in the the now ABC. Mm-hmm. It was Vodacom League that time. Mm. Vodacom League, uh, first division, and the PSL. And, then, yeah. and I remember even when I left, Andres Sibula left already. Gerald uh, Rapatia left. Mkaba, yes, Mkaba. he was there. And I was the last person to leave. 
when I realized that you know now mm. there is nothing anymore, mm. but I made sure that I saved them from relegation, mm. and then I left after that, knowing that where I left them, they can take it from there. I didn't leave them when things were bad. Mm. I was with them there. I didn't jump the ship. And at the time, how big was the team for those who don't know? Sure, that team was bigger than Chiefs and Pirates. At the time? It was very big. In the province, yeah? No, in the country. In the country? When it comes to supporters, people are saying Celtic has got support. That team had supporters like nothing. Mm. We went to Tembisa. The stadium fell mm. because there were just too many supporters. <sighs> that team was way too big, bigger than most people think. So what happened then to Real Rovers? The, unfortunately, the owner passed on. Mm. He was shot. And then that's where the, that was the beginning of the end of Real Rovers. And, and there's no plans of reviving? You haven't had anything? Kola uh, was asking. I know this. I don't think... Uh. They tried. I remember there was this man called Mahurumej. I tried. But mm. then, you know, it doesn't. No, it, I don't think it will come back anytime soon. So is that when then you left us? How did you end up at Sundowns? Skrima uh, Chabala and Alex Chagwani were literally sleeping at home. I was, <laughs> I was, I was doing teaching at Mkopan College that time. <laughs> so because I didn't want to leave Rovers. Yes. Most of it, and they knew that I met at the college. Mm. And then most of the weekends I'll run away, I'll go home. Mm. They find their way home. <laughs> they just pack them there. They, I remember they bought my mom chicken <laughs> so that she can slaughter to soften it yeah. so that they can allow me to go. That's how I joined them. But that time I know everybody was looking for me. Mm. Our sister. I joined Sundowns. I mean, I joined Paris at some point. Most people don't know. Before played, Sundowns? Before Sundowns, I played for Paris. Oh. I was there. Mm. I remember I was st- staying in Zerbegom. After Real Rovers? After Real Rovers. Mm. And then because they promised to take me to school. Oh, because I, I knew that football is not gonna, it's not a temporary, it's not a permanent job. Mm. I wanted to go to school, but then I don't know what happened, but they delayed, and then I was I forced to come back to Rollover so that I can go back to school to the college. And then I went to Chiefs, we negotiated with Kaiser mm. himself, but then we didn't agree because I could see that they were taking some advantage because I come from the Bundus, as they mm. used to say. It. Oh, then I, I came see. back the, before I went to Sanda. That's where I realized that they worth it. They, they they see my value there. And how was it at Sundowns when you first got there? It was scary. Mm. I'm a boy from Zvidiela, Garakwata, I mean from the Bundus. And then I went to Jobek because Sundowns office were in Jobek. It mm. was it was for the first time like staying there. It was it was tough, I can say. It was not easy. But But you stayed. I stayed because I've got a big heart. Humble as I am, I've got a big heart and I've got Ngani as well. So mm. I said, if people can be here, I'll also be here and I'll make it here because I know I'm a good player. Because I knew that to compete with the big boys, you have to be there. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm lambasting Chiefs and Paris players now. Mm, mm. Because if you are there and you are not competing there, where do you want to compete? You can't compete when you're playing for Baroka. Mm. Nobody sees you. But if you are there, people see you. Mm. And then I stayed there for this good seven, eight years at Sundowns. What are some of your highlights at Sundowns or the achievements that you are proud of? Winning the league three times, obviously. Mm. With Ted? With Ted. Mm. Three times in a row. Mm. It was a very good thing. And playing for the national team. I always tell people this story and they laugh at me that my only way of contact with the professional football was when 
uh, Pirates and Sundowns, they had an annual tournament mm. in 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 Luahum. and they were passing the tar road, going there, and me being me from Garahuata, I was pass, I was crossing the street where they passed. Mm. That was my only contact with professional football. And then there was a time when we were going to play against France in 1998. Mm. And then most players were already overseas that time. I remember Clive Barker was training only eight players in the country mm. before we were going to join others over overseas. in Europe. So it was like in this country where there was about 51, 52 million people and only eight players said I'm one of the eight best players in, in the, the country. country. That was a humbling experience looking at where I come from. A lot of comparisons get get made of the Sundowns team. Your team that won the title three times, the league, and the team that won the Champions League. Do you think those comparisons are fair when they when they compare these teams? They can be fair because of of different eras. Mm. They they've got their own era now, and we had our era. I don't know if they played in that time, if they made it, mm. or if we play now, they're going to make it. But one thing I have to applaud, applaud the now generation. Mm -hmm. With us, we're playing those uh, North African teams. Mm. Because we're coming from apartheid, 1994, we were scared of the white people. They were intimidated. They were just beating us because they were intimidated. Not because they were better than us, yeah. but we were playing them, we were looking at them like they are white people, and then they were scared. These ones, they are not scared. That's what I applaud them about. They are playing them like they are playing everybody else. But it's because even in the country, they are just mixing with the white people. Maybe that's why they're doing that. But comparing mm. them, it's very unfair. You can compare the different eras. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We're still speaking to Bans Papela. Do send us your voice notes 061-4104-107. Let's take the break, Patrick. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, we are back, still speaking to Alex Bans Papela, and I believe we need to go to the line because we have somebody here, Bans, on the line. Roger Futumba, are you there, sir? Good evening, good evening, Bans. Hey, Godzilla. Rogerio. How are you, my brother? I'm good, how are you, brother? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you, thank you, brother. Uh, you, you're saying he's your big brother, Bans Papela, why? Why is he your big brother, Bans? He's, he's my big brother because when, when we played for Sundowns, he was coming from overseas. Mm. For the first time, I, I had a, a player who was just a teammate. Mm. And that guy is big, eh? Mm. He's very big. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger than Rabuta <laughs> was here. Is it? Yo! Hey, he's, he's, a he's a giant. But he had so much skill, this Roger Futuma. Yo! Like nothing. Uh. He has skill maybe better than all of us put together. Is it? That guy could do anything with the ball. Maybe nah, beside nah. Togi. <laughs> yeah, Buzz may be right. But uh, what Alex has to understand is that he was a very good player. He made uh, my job and the job of uh, our teammate very, very, very easy. So Buzz was the type of midfielder. You don't have in this country anymore. So we achieve a lot together. And I believe that uh, his contribution to, to Sundown's game and to South African football is massive. And uh, I don't have to thank him uh, for the great support they give me. They welcome me to Sundown's as a brother. 
And I believe that's why uh, we were so close and we managed to achieve a lot together. So, Bam, uh, you contributed massively to that summer team uh, of our era. And uh, I just have to take this opportunity to, you know, I always say to you uh, that way, you were a good player. And I have to say today, again, when you are in a studio like this one, uh, for many people uh, to know about it, you were a great player, man. One of the best midfielders I've played with uh, throughout my entire career. So thank you. Thank you very much for the support you give me. Wow, those are big words from the big man and a big, big player. Words from the big man. And if he says I'm one of the best players that he played with, this guy played with mm. so many big players. That Cameroon team that went to World Cup when mm. we never even dreamt of being the World Cup, he played with them. Mm. Roger used to finish training. Uh, training. He'll do something with the ball that everybody will laugh. <laughs> and then Ted will say, go back, go home, he'll come back tomorrow. Oh. He was... Serious, he was such a, a great player. You know, it's just that in a game, he was, he was so disciplined, he was not doing the things that he does at training. Mm, but mm. if you can actually see him at training, mm. you'll realize how big and how good he is. And, 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 and how was it working with Ted? Because a lot of players enjoyed working with Ted. Why, why was it so good working with Ted for players? Ted was working more on, on the mentality of the players. He was never physical, mm. but you had to work for him because he was dealing with your mind. He made you feel like you're better than Maradona, mm. better than Ronaldo now and Messi. That's what he does. That's why everybody gave, gave his best mm. for Ted because you believe, what you believe in is what you, you gradually, gradually become. So it made you think that you're bigger than that. There was also Charles Mutlui there in that midfield. Ne? <laughs> it was you, it was him, Charles it was and Roger. Roger. Yeah. Hey, Charles Special. was, was he came from Celtic. He was yes, also a I very remember. good player. Very skillful. So with me, Roger and Charlie, mm. we knew that in the middle, when it comes to the first touch, dribbling and everything, passes, Mambush is this fair today because we're passing that <laughs> And the Chuku train. Ah, that one was. If you give the ball to Chuku, you know that it's a goal. It's a goal. A, a lazy kind of a player. Uh. But he just knew what he went, wanted to do in the pitch. You give him the ball, he put it in the net, he celebrates. Let's talk about your international career, Bans Bapela. You had a few Bafana Bafana camps and you went to AFCON. Two AFCONs, actually. Twice. Two AFCONs. I mean, uh, 2000, ne? 98, 2000. 98 and 2000. Yeah. Which one was more difficult? So the 91 in Pekina Fast. The was so difficult because uh. the conditions they show sure, they were very, very, very bad. It mm. was kind of a character building kind of mm. conditions. It was tough. But we managed to go all, all the way to, to the, the finals. Final. So you were in the same Afcon as Andrew uh, Rabut. I was in the same <laughs> Afcon. I was the same in the same Afcon with the young Benny McCarthy where he scored, he scored four, four goals, goals against Namibia. Namibia. I was there. And then he was substituted in one of the matches there. Because he was going to get a red card. A red card. He punched somebody, Benny Bimbeni. Mm. Yeah. Do you, how do you look back though at your international career? Are you satisfied? Do you think you could have got more caps? Uh, I'm not satisfied because I realized that I started playing professional football when I was already 25 years old. Oh. It was already late. And when my first cap at Wafana, I was oh. already 28. I remember in one, in one of the games in Begina Faso, mm. Lucas asked me how old am I because he was in at Leeds already. And oh. it looks like he wanted to take me there. And then I'm say, I said I'm 28 and he was... 
kind of disappointed that I'm old. If I started at a younger age, mm. I would have got so many caps, yes. and I think I also I would have played overseas as well. Somebody's asking about your time at Sukukuni, where you were technical director recently. How was it? Sure, you know at Sukukuni, Sukukuni, the Malachi brothers called me when there was no Sukukuni, mm. and then we started looking for a team, and then we bought the status of TTM, mm. and then we. You remember, I was almost doing everything there. Mm. The first player I signed there was Yusuf. Uh, Yusuf Mart. Yusuf Mart, yeah. He was playing for. It was at Paris Development also. Paris Development. Mm. And uh, Isaac Shai's son. Mm, 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 and Sia. Shai. And mm. Tabanko Bela. These are the first three players I signed. And then I'm happy that even today they're still playing. Mm. And then I signed. I, did, I was doing almost everything. Mm. I was like the drum of Skukun United. <laughs> <laughs> and the producer, Velele Mnyandu, tells me that you also had a role in discovering a Pesitao. Uh, yeah, but I can't say I was alone because oh, I was working with 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 Harris uh, Chew. Mm. Together we, we we found him, mm. and then Pesi was from the uh, from Whitbank. He's from Limpopo, but the parents went to Whitbank to go work there, and then we realized oh. that this is a good player from the humble beginnings in Whitbank, and then we brought him there. And then I also coached him at MDC because I coached MDC at Sundowns. Ah, oh, remember that. Okay. Yeah. Can we play the last voice note, Velile, so we can go? Okay, maybe we can't. I don't think they can. Okay, we got, it's 8 o'clock. Time has flown by so fast, Banz Bapela, but so many people are so happy to hear from you. You are a true legend of the game, and we thank you for the time that you've given us tonight here on SAFM and for coming to studio. We don't take that for granted. It's an honor for us to be speaking to you, and I hope you're encouraged by the messages from the listeners. That was quick. That hour went so quickly. So fast, eh? Yes, yes. And we I need an extra 30 minutes on the show. And I feel very honored great mm. great honor for me to be here mm. to be representing all the greats who played football especially mm. the sundowns legends uh, i still thank them for what they did they gave us confidence they welcomed me with warm hands when i come there and to the listeners of safm i say bravo Bravo. We're going to do it again with Bans Papela, part two. Thank you very much, everybody that's joined us. Um, it is 8 o'clock. We have to go to news. It's a Friday night, so enjoy what's left of the evening. Thank you. My name is Tabi Somosia. Thank you to Bans Papela, Velile, and Sia Daniel in technical.